The Cardiff City Show on GTFM is sponsored by Moonerums, your local personal injury solicitors. Get in touch by calling Cardiff 02920 483 615. That's Cardiff 02920 483 615. So welcome along once again to the Cardiff City phone-in. I mean, just to say this show's been going for um, nearly uh, 20 years. You know, we don't run out of things to talk about. We've certainly got plenty to talk about from, from the weekend just gone. Uh, not all good, I'm afraid. Um, on, on the panel tonight, uh, very nice to um, have Nathan Wig back on the show with the resplendent in a blue shirt. Is there, is there a badge on there, Nathan, or is it just a blue shirt? Just put my blue shirt on. Oh, well, yeah. nice, yeah. nice idea. Well done. <laughs> great, great to get you back on the show. It's really, really good to get you on the show. Thanks, thanks for the thanks. invite, Steve. Thanks a lot. Um, and uh, Nigel Blues, welcome back to the show as well. Yeah. See you again. I got white dot in honor of the white flag defense we had. Oh, on yes, yes, half the colors is in there somewhere. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Al Worth, hi Al. Welcome back. I'm wearing black as though we're going to a funeral. We're <laughs> <laughs> setting the theme here, aren't we? Yeah, the yeah. um, I was just I was uh, th- thinking about the weekend. I'll come to you first, Al, if it's all right. I was thinking about City. I, I was wandering around in my garden yesterday thinking about it. And, um, you know, sometimes to say a team, you know, they, they're like poor in the final the third but we were we, we were poor in all three you know it was like right across the board wasn't it really it was you know we were poor in defense we weren't great in midfield we weren't so great up front so um you know what was it like to be there Al? Oh, demoralizing appalling you know it's always worse than a local derby you know we came on here after the Swansea game um feeling exactly the same way you know yeah. it was just embarrassed it was just embarrassing you know um three two didn't do didn't do us justice because every no. time they attacked, it looked like something was going to happen. Um, I don't know. Defence, so, so poor. Sixes and sevens. Uh, it was just terrible. It's as low as I felt for a long time watching City, I've got to say. Yeah. Um, we, we got a lad who's been on the show before now. Um, if you know, he's a Bristol City fan. Yeah. Sam, media, culture and journalism student. But, um, um, you know, we had a bit of banter and, and all the rest of it. But on, on the on the weekend, he tweeted after, immediately after the match that... Um, you know, I told you, uh, you know, that the lad who got a couple of goals is decent, given good service, and, and, we, and we battered Cardiff. I thought, well, you only battered us 3-2, but really, Nathan, it was um, battered is probably the word, is it? Well beaten, weren't we? Yeah, I like Al said, I think, um, you know, considering, you know, the scoreline was 3-2, I think it was probably a big, massive gulf in between. It just seems total unrest at the minute, whether he, I don't know, but you, you've got, that's defending Aidan Flint, who's probably played five five hundred league games at a real great standard. And like Al said, there was a there was a picture. Someone put a picture on um, Facebook of how we were defending, and you could see Aidan Flint just trying to get across and never going to make up the distance, you know. But with all the experience that he's got, it we just looked so open. Yeah, what's your, what's your take, Nathan? As a, you know, as a former professional footballer, what's your, what's your take on this um, change of formation for Cardiff City and you know trying to play football, you know, championship style football, if you like, you know, playing it from the back and three at the back. Look, looking at it as kind of objectively, is it, you know, how's it shaping up for you? I think he's changed the format because the fans have actually demanded it. I would have said. Um, uh, and at Warnock, you had the, the hoof football, but but then you played your strengths, so you get it up to a level, and everyone join in, yeah. and everybody knows the, um, you know what they're doing. Whereas playing from the back is kind of lots and off the cuff stuff, waiting for someone to to, to do a bit of magic. And 
unfortunately, you know, Tomlinson's gone, Tomlinson's gone, all the flair players have all gone. This, and I've watched lots of games, and it just seems to be playing from the back, like the back four, playing through the midfield, and then the gap from midfield to the strikers, the strikers just get left on their own. So I, you know, I may be being a bit nitpicking, but we look pretty on the eye, but no, no impact going going up front. Whether yeah. the, it's it's just a shame because we look look so much better, but there's yeah well, the stats are saying more possession, but there's well no- they are yeah that's the funny thing Nathan isn't it? the last couple of games you know we've you know we 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 even had more possession on the weekend I think we had more corners and we had more shots as well but we never yeah. really looked like you know we got those two headers but we never really looked like creating you know many no. chances really proper think, chances you know and I think we play so deep because there's no no disrespects to Aidan Flint not to degrade an footballer. Because he lacks that yard of pace, it's always to go back, and yeah. that's disrespects. But you just seem that we drop so deep rather than you watch teams who squeeze up higher up the pitch, they get more more impact going forward. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I obviously he's, he's he's come in with a difficult task, like we said earlier. Hmm. Um, you know, the football's prettier on the eye, but the results are, are still the same, aren't they? Yes, um, and it's it's been quite a long run now, Nigel. I think it's is it eight games without a win or something like this. It's quite a lot, quite a, quite a long run, um, you know. I, I, and there's been there's already, there's already you know, which I suppose is understandable. You know, there's already cries for you know Morrison's head now, and yeah. you know, change the manager and and la 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 la. But um, I don't know. I mean, what's your kind of take take on criticizing the manager as opposed to the, the squad? It's just hard to know where to start with them at the moment, isn't it? Because um, obviously, the, for all of Cardiff's problems this season, it's the home form that is the real. Yes. Uh, you know, we've lost yeah. what is it four points or seven points we've collected all season, worst in our history, worst in all all four divisions, and it's being made up for the fact we've been getting away results. So when we get a bad away loss like Saturday, that is what really sets us back if we can't get a result at home. But. Um, you know, I was there Saturday, and to be honest, I I thought for the first twenty five minutes, although we weren't creating anything, we were looking the better team. Yeah, I agree. And then that. Bristol, Bristol lost two players as well, didn't they? Injured. Yeah. You know, and we we, we go, seemed yeah. to be winning the the fifty fifties in the battles, and but for them to equalise straight from the kickoff in the way they did, you know, we we all watch Cardiff City every week. We're conceding the same goal every week. It's a player coming through, having a free shot, edge of the area, unchallenged. You know, St. Blackburn last week. Whatever game you go back to, the goal we concede is deja vu all the time, mm-hmm. and, which I just do not get why they're continuing with three centre-backs. It, it doesn't work. we got one clean sheet all season, second-worst defence, um, and we get caught out with the same goal all the time. Nothing ever changes there. Those three centre-backs, positionally, they, they always seem out of sync. They're always making mistakes. Yeah. It's great to play out from the back, but you need to have a ball playing centre half, and we haven't got one. If you had a, yeah. someone like a Bruno Manga, who we had a couple of seasons ago, you know, yeah. maybe you've got some, something else. They haven't got pace between them. I know McGuinness is a bit of a battler, but he, he's always got a mistake in him as well, hasn't yeah. he? So yeah. it, he, it just he, looks a mess. Yeah, I mean McGuinness. I mean, I, I really like McGuinness, but uh, you know, it, it, it's it's difficult to look look good in that that team at the moment. Yeah. Al, what, what 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 did you make Al, of the of the comments from uh, Steve Morrison when he was talking about you know on his journey home, he wasn't expecting to be kind of communicating with his family, and and he he basically hinted, I thought, that these players just don't know what it means to you know to lose. Well, I was trying to I, I was trying to work across. I was trying to work out who he was referring to. 
Hmm. You know, I, I, I was trying to think, well, who, who, who doesn't give a damn, you know? Yeah. Um, I know at the Swansea game, the, the, the rumours I'd heard afterwards were that Joe Rolls was the one who went to change room afterwards and he was the one who gave a damn and he was giving Evan a rollick in, saying you don't care and this, that and the other. It's very, very difficult with almost out of contract players and he's saying to them, well, you're, you're, playing, for your, you're playing for your contracts. Well, come on, they're not playing for their contracts because they're not going to get contracts. No. You, can't, you can't afford to keep them. No. So, you know, you, you, the, 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 the players who, is he honestly thinking that the players who are going to leave are playing for their contracts? They're not. Is he not saying though? Is he not saying slightly more than that? Is he not saying you know they are playing for contracts rather than playing for their contracts? In other words, okay, playing for contract, and, and that's I'll a better point. I think, I think that's yeah. a better point, isn't it? Um, yeah, playing for contracts. Yeah. They're playing for their careers. I would say some yes. of them. Yes. Um, because in the in the COVID market, if you like, um, there's so many players out there who are free agents, aren't they? Definitely. Some, yeah. Some of our players who've been on the, the, the sort of figures we talked earlier, Nathan, you know, some, yeah. of, the, some of the money that they have been having, they're going to have a uh, such a, a, a full... Wake-up call. Full they're going to have a shock. Yeah. yeah. I think the Lamborghinis may have to go out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have players going, you know, 20, 25 grand in the Premier League and all of a sudden they're on two and a half grand playing League Two football. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, got... No more, no more expensive handbags for their wives. You know, yeah. that's um, if they still keep them after the contracts, Al. Or the wives. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nathan, you, you, yeah. you was, you, we were talking earlier. You, you played against Swansea. You played against Bristol. You know, you, you, you played out there for Cardiff City. What was your take on the kind of spirit of the players and the battle and everything else? You know. Well, I, I obviously I played when there was more local lads. There's lads, yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. And when you come in Monday, knowing you had Swansea or a local derby on, and Monday would the dynamics would change. Everybody would be flying in, and I think because we had more local, the adjacent Perry's, your, your Robbie James's, Paul Ram, mm-hmm. Paul Ramsey wouldn't even allow anybody to be under par. So, is it down to possibly mm-hmm. having no the leaders in 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 the team? Yep. Possibly down to people who just, like we were just saying that, just don't want to get injured and put a shift in now because they've got to get a contract. Mm. No, none of the lads who were on anywhere near the the, the volume of money. It, I think it's, it, it just cared. I think the lads cared playing for the badge, whereas now you kind of question it. And I'm not saying that they're not, but when you look back at what some of the derbies, you know, there would be people busting to get a tackle and defend and and you didn't see that on on the weekend unfortunately but you know it's maybe i i was involved when there was more local lads and it and it meant more i just don't know but when you're getting paid the volumes which we were talking about at the start of the show you think that you know you'd be you'd be giving you everything and not leaving 10 percent out there and, and you no one would say well like your Joe Rolls coming in and saying, you know, lads, you don't care. You're not putting a shift in. You know, everybody was sweating blood at the end of every game against Swansea. Who, who, who were your, who were your gaffers when you were when you were at City? Um, it was uh, Eddie May. Um, then you had uh, Russell Osman, Kenny Hibbert, Frank Burrows. Okay, so I'll go with I'll go with Eddie and Frankie then. Yeah, I'll choose yeah. those out of that list. <laughs> No, Steve, so it's an interesting I, point. It's an interesting point. I, something I hadn't thought about before when Nathan said then about injuries and so on. Hmm. The players yeah, probably yeah. still friends with Joe Bennett, for example. Okay. Yes. Sol Bamba. Yeah. Two people who we who I think were treated very badly by the club. Okay. Yeah. If they looked at what happened to, 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 to Joe Bennett, they might be saying, Oh, crikey, if I if I get an injury like that, 
I, what's going to happen to me in the future? You know, Joe Bennett ended up ended up a Wigan, probably on greatly reduced wages, I imagine. Yeah, something I hadn't thought about in terms of injuries. Perhaps they are thinking we're not going to, you know, we're not going to fly in. I, I, something's got to explain it, isn't it? It's just I don't. I just I'm can't. Not, my fi- sorry, Nigel. I, I just wondered as well. I mean, yeah, you're right, but I'm wondering. Every week we're seeing changes that we don't understand. Uh, look at Saturday. Who would have put? Pack before Windle, for example, and you just knew Pack was going to bottle it, played in front of his old old crowd, and he did. He didn't. It didn't work, and he hasn't played well for City for weeks. And then you get um, Colwell dropped from the squad altogether, fit but not even in the squad. And you um, you get um, you know the same central defence pick game after game after game, who cost them goals game after game after game. Uh, there's reports, aren't there, that Morrison and Volks threw their shirts down when they made the third sub, and they weren't even given a chance to come on the pitch. I'm just wondering if that's a happy camp down there again. They all said it was wonderful under Morrison. Are they feeling the same way now? Because the last couple of weeks, he's, he dug out the strikers last week, didn't he? It was Isaac Davis a couple of weeks before that. Um, they're obviously feeling the pressure down there. He now. hasn't kept it in-house, has he, Nigel? He hasn't no. kept it in-house at all. No. And the first, it's the first city manager I, I can remember who was week, on, week after week. That, I mean, his treatment of Isaac Davis, as far as I'm concerned, was, was appalling. But other people yeah. have said, oh, no, he's known him since he was, you know, played to the end of 23s. He knows how to handle him. Like, I, I, I'm not so sure. Not so sure. I was going to say, though, I mean, the young lad Doyle from Man City must have thought, where on earth have I landed this week? Because yeah. you know, you know, <laughs> he's yeah. normally playing alongside. But then, you know, sometimes we don't criticise the, the youth coming through, I suppose. But drama looked, oh, he was pushed off the ball, wasn't he? So yeah. lightweight, yeah. lightweight. You know, I was really surprised about him. Not a lot of physicality there. No. Um, disappointing. Yeah. Talking and then physical. you've got, Go on, you've got Go Peltier tweeting on uh, Twitter saying, how come Morrison's not involved? I did. It doesn't seem a happy camp as well, does it? But no, don't. So can I ask you a couple of things? just picking up a team which is inherited. It's, it's yeah. a gig. It's, I think it's a tough gig. Yeah. It, it, it is. It is. I, I totally, totally agree with you. But I wanted to ask you a couple of things as, as an ex-City player. You know, um, Firstly... You know, obviously Frankie. You know, he worked down west and he worked for us. But when he was with us, he was with us. You know, so he would he would have known which you know you would have known which side to be supporting. If, if after a performance like that, if you walked in on a Monday to meet you know Eddie or Frankie, you you you, you wouldn't have a skip in your step, would you, Nath? Well, obviously back in Indian Park days, where you the office you walked in and the manager's office was at the bottom by the weights. If, for example, Eddie was in a bad mood or Frank you'd be diving in the weight room. You wouldn't want to be walking anywhere near face-to-face. And I, I, I can only say, I, I only played with, with certain managers, but those two stuck out whereby you wouldn't even want to get in their way because, it, you know, that was just not the done thing. If, but then if we'd won 3-1, you'd be skipping up with him. But, but yeah. uh, you know, it's. Uh, I remember playing one game, we, we was losing, and Eddie came in and, uh, you know, volleyed the... the, the uh, the kit where we kept the kit, and uh, I th- I'm sure he broke his foot, but he just carried on talking and shouting. But uh, you just dem- they just demanded that, that as soon as you knew that it was a derby game, everybody was just up for it from the Monday. But you questioned that after watching the weekend, and you you know it's um, yeah, and like well, you said, whether people are just worried about getting injured, but. Hmm. Problem is, is whether they get contracts anybody anywhere else. Can, can I ask you something else, Nathan? Because it's kind of interesting yeah. everyone on this show, of all, of all shows, really. Um, you know, 
what about when things are going bad uh, for the, for a team and they're on a bad run and they can't keep a clean sheet, they're not scoring many goals and they're struggling, you know, uh, in the league? Don't, isn't there a point where the players, you know, the the, the players come together and they, they help to sort it out? I, th- I suppose when you're on a winning run, confidence is such a wonderful thing, isn't it? But obviously when, when you're losing a few games and it's tough, confidence is a little bit low and, I suppose confidence is such a big thing. You know, you, you look at when Cardiff City went on the 92-93 season, I think it kick-started and they won all those games. And winning games breeds confidence. But I suppose I'm pretty sure... Just I tried to analyse Steve Morrison. He seems pretty old school in how he goes around things. So I would, I would imagine that he's demanding it on the, the training ground. It's just obviously whether the players are of bringing out his instructions, but, you know, conceding up the same goals, it just doesn't make sense for him to keep the same system he's playing. And, and what, what would you do tactically, Nathan? Are you, are you one of these ones who would be more for a flat back four and maybe pack the midfield a bit? Well, I, I think you have to possibly go back to experience, whether he's fallen out with Morrison and, and he's got to go back to Morrison and say, you know, I can do you a favour, you do me a favour, you, you know, let's win a few games, you can get a new contract, if there is a fallout, but just looking outside in, there possibly could be, because he's not playing him, but maybe the tried and tested is the four four two or or four five one, and go compact and and try and at least get a draw or nick a 1-0. Uh, and there were a couple of positives that came out of it, Nigel, on the weekend, well, one in particular, yeah. I said he had a great name, didn't I, Tommy Doyle, you know, but he put, he put he put a lovely, a lovely ball he put in for that for the opening goal and I, you know, the kind of pass he looked quite promising even in that kind of performance. Yeah. Did you think, Nigel? He did uh, very creative, but outstanding ball for the uh, that, that opener. Uh, we yeah. were down the far end, and it was you know it was just quality. Um, yeah. But even in the second half, until Bristol got that second goal, he did seem to be you know really driving it forward. And Joe Rawls, I think, was um, you know we talked about players who don't put it in, but Joe Rawls was certainly getting stuck into everything and I, I I did feel until we messed up on that second goal we were just starting to get back in the ascendancy again but obviously once that second one went in we completely collapsed uh, still surprised to see him taken off I understand he's only played six sub games all season but he didn't seem to look tired at the time they took him off either and I, you know we, we didn't have enough creation out there and he was the one guy who was giving it a bit so it really yeah. surprised me his movement was excellent as well uh, when City yeah. were going forwards he was all over the pitch so, which, which leads us on to a couple of other youngsters. I'll stick with you for now, Nigel. Um, drama, you know, he looks like he could be an, a, a decent wing-back. But going back to what Nathan said earlier, and I think, you know, the beauty of having wing-backs is, you know, you're trying to keep the ball in the opposition half, you know, you kind of keep, keep the ball, yeah. you know, your, your half halfway line and beyond. Um, I, I suppose, well, it would be a godsend, wouldn't it, if Ryan Giles was to reappear? Wouldn't that make a massive difference? I think the signs are that that's on the cards, isn't it? He was yeah. sub again, didn't come on Saturday, which means he's still eligible to go out on loan again as long as they, they don't pull him on. And I think every the signs are that he will return. And to be honest, you know, it gives you some hope because it's those young players may well be the ones who dig us out because, yeah. let's be honest, the seniors haven't been uh, really putting, yeah. uh, you know, putting up much of a res- resistance for us this season. But, yeah, you did see some hope with, um, you know, drama wasn't on it. Uh, Saturday, but he's not a right back, week, is he? No, he's not. And, and he such. looked awful on when he went over to the left. It worked previous week. Yeah. Week it didn't on Saturday. 
Yeah. Uh, Doyle look, looks great, you know, they, and there is hope with some of these youngsters, but yeah. it's going to be torrid. We're just very lucky. Um, you know, if you look at our points total, any normal season, we'd be bottom of the league. And in fact, if it wasn't for Reading and Derby point deductions, yeah. we'd be in the bottom three, five yeah. points of drift to safety. Well, luckily, we are very yeah. lucky that we got four teams who were yeah. as bad as we're doing, they're doing and, equally uh, as bad. And that's yeah, the yeah. others are even worse for some but reason. Eventually, Al, we've got to win, haven't we? You know, we can't rely on them to lose every week, can we? I just look at future fixtures as I do all the time in the next sort of three games, just trepidation. Um, Can you talk us through that? Sorry? you want to talk us through a couple of upcoming games? Yeah, I mean, we've got Forest on Sunday, okay? Um, I sound like Nigel Stato Harris now with this, don't I? (laughs) I'm going to beat him to it. Um, They've only lost two in the last 14, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Going back to October. Um, They they went down the road, didn't they? At Swansea 4-1, okay? They're on the back of that Arsenal game. Since the Arsenal game, they won the last two. If there's a game that they want to come into at the moment, their weight, their weight um, form is really, really good. They're going to be relishing coming to us on a Sunday afternoon. They're going to love that. Yeah. Now, this yeah. is the big one, which is really, I think, going to, I can't just get anything out of that. The big one then is going to, and, and before that, they've got Barnsley. Okay, so they'll be on the back of another win, probably, because Barnsley are bottom. And after that, then, we've got Barnsley away. Now, if there's ever a game that Cardiff City are going to lose, it's against the bottom team away on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden, we've got the next two games. Okay, as Evan depressed enough yet? <laughs> <laughs> but then, no, I'm just those two. You know, every game is a must-win game. But I'm looking forward now. Whereas previously, I used to look at a game and go, "Oh, you can get something out of that." At the moment, there's not one single game I look at and go, oh, "I'll get something out of that." Well, let me throw yeah. the Ryan Charles one at you then, Al. So if Ryan, if yeah. if we did, you know, I I really hope we do. If we if we to get Ryan and Charles back, yeah. and then going back again to what Nathan said earlier about you know pushing yeah. on and, and taking yeah. taking it to them, you know, surely with those two out wide, that gives us the width, and then we got a lot of choice now in central midfield, haven't we? So it, you know, it isn't wouldn't that be great? Would it be great if Ryan Giles came back? It would be fantastic. But if I was Ryan Giles's manager, coach, or whatever at Wolves. Would I want him to go backwards by playing football at Cardiff City at the moment? And I'd say no. I'm sorry to say that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to be in that team. You know, he's not going to go forward, is he, in his footballing career, playing with, with that nonsense. I've never been this sort of despondent about the City as I am at the moment. Well, I say which, never, of course I have, but I mean in recent years. Well, you know. Yeah, last week. Well, no, no. Oh, can yeah. you, uh, <laughs> any any good comments coming in, Alo? I bet there must oh, be. I'm sorry, I was, uh, I, I, was um, I was swatting up no, on my no, not forest. No. <laughs> good stats. Well, he's doing now. I was uh, Al was on about the fixtures then, and I, it looks to me like that Liverpool game is a game we just don't need now because that yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, four days we play Barnsley. Four. I'd even forgotten about them. it. And and three days after Liverpool, we play Peterborough. So there's oh. a few key games, and Liverpool yeah. are sandwiched in the middle of the two that really matter. It it just feels like that's a distraction we just can't have, but it's so, going to happen. So just and, to say, Nigel, at some point in history, this is going to happen because it's obvious, right? There's if if there's a person, uh, you know, around the game with with knowledge statistically and analytically to take Cardiff City forward, it's clearly you, right? <laughs> so. So as as and when you're 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 the manager of Cardiff City, let's say it happens in the next couple of weeks, you got the Liverpool game coming up. Do you play a bunch of kids against Liverpool and concentrate on the league? Yeah, I mean they've already had an end Harris at Cardiff City, and he didn't do too well, did he? So I wouldn't have another one. But yeah, um, it feels like it. You know, when Liverpool are going to put probably put out a scratch side themselves. Um, I think yeah, the only game that matters to me is that we keep everyone a bit ready to go against Peterborough three days after Anfield. Um, you know. It, but there is part of them that they want to put 
put up put on a good show because it's on national TV, isn't it? But um, yeah, you know, let the kids have a go. Let's see what they can do. But yeah, I, I do worry about that Liverpool game coming in the middle of the other two. Yeah, it's... what's your other team, Nathan? Are you, are you a Liverpool fan? Can't yes. Remember. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. So you're looking forward to the Cardiff City match, or? Yeah, it? well, it's, it's <laughs> a great, it's a great draw, isn't it? It's it's like like you said when when you're struggling and you're sandwiching between Peter Brewing Barnsley, it's uh, and you get a couple of injuries. It's like Nigel said, it's uh, it's probably come at the wrong time not to enjoy it. But I did end up go. I remember going to Liverpool versus Cardiff City in the Cardiff City end when Fowler was at Cardiff City. I can't remember. Oh, but I think Liverpool won. I think two. Yeah, Darren Purse on it. Darren Purse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Saturday, wasn't it? We scored, and they scored straight from the kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, and it was you know that was a great day out for the Cardiff City fans. Yeah. Uh, but then Nigel, you put a doom and gloom on it in between. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it, it is. It's facts, isn't it? It's. Uh, it is. Nathan, yeah, you, I, please, you've, got give, you've got to give me a straight. You've got to give me a straight word here to this question. Yeah, the answer there is no. Okay, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a half and half scarf, do you? No. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to you, Al. Any questions? Uh, any comments? Sorry, yeah. I was, yeah. I was just looking. I was just looking at our seven league fixtures for February, just trying to come up with a positive oh, comment. Yeah. But I haven't got any. Um, come on, Al. Come on. Come on. Come on, Al. I'm trying. I. There's not much. I don't know if I'm seeing the comments I said before. I wasn't seeing the comments for whatever reason. Can you see any coming through, Steve? I'll have, I a, quick, I'll have a look for you now. I couldn't see any as I'm going down. Okay. Uh, I, did re- I did read one. Uh, evening, Nathan Butler. I'm going with Nathan to the Liverpool game. Evening, right. Nathan Butler. I can't read your comment. There you are. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Um. <laughs> I, I got some. I got some here. Um, uh, here's one straight away. Great one. Um, I'll come to you, Al, on this one actually. Uh, Jonathan Wilkins. The club was slow. We should have gone for Steve Cooper. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not getting these. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah. Want to respond to that? Yeah. Um, don't know. I, I don't know if that was all. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm keeping That's a difficult one, that isn't it? Going straight from Swansea yeah. to Cardiff. Oof. Yeah. I don't think I would have been allowed, Al. Yeah. Even probably. You know, you look at his results at Forest, and he's done a hell of a job. But he, uh, he wouldn't have come to us. I mean, you know, we uh, look at the boy who's gone to Middlesbrough, and we were linked with. Um, yeah. No, they they weren't backing the manager. He had chats with Chris Wilder. I forgot his name there. Oh yeah. Uh, and look at the job he's done there. You know, if, if we wanted to invest in a serious manager, we could be in a very different position today to where we are. Um, and I know at the time, if you go back to Steve Morrison, there, there was a general big clamour among City fans to have him because I was of the way the under-23s were playing and yeah. you know, winning every week. Uh, and it, it did seem more fans were in favour of having him than not. And, you know, I looked, I said, he's only managed eight games at even at under-23 level. It, it just felt too big a job too soon. I don't think it's fair on him um, to plunge him into, a, you know, a club in our position where mm. we're hamstrung on finances, we're hamstrung through the transfer window. He doesn't know if he's going to have Kiefer more this weekend or not, you know, and it's, you need an experienced manager with contacts, but you know, fair dues, he's done well in, in the loan market, and I hope hopefully that will pay off. But I do think it was a huge ask to expect him to um have really pulled this up. He's got to play in different football you, and better football. You, the results aren't particularly better. No. Do you think though, no, Nigel, that they, they didn't want to spend the money or didn't have the money to spend and have the money to give investment? Was that the other remit? I think that's it, you know, if because uh, Chris Wilder obviously looked the rest of me, there must yeah. have been some conversation. Um, 
but you know, look at Middlesbrough. They they're not spending out fantastically in the window. They I wouldn't have said their squad were any better than ours, even though we got limitations in the Cardiff squad. But he's a manager who just knows how to organise them and, and achieve at this level. He's been yeah. there, done it, got the experience, what three or four promotions. Um, I think he could have united the, the club and the fans, but um, we're not. Everything's easy in hindsight, isn't it? We yeah. Don't uh, yeah. There are, there are, I have got comments. I'll come on to I'd like to see one of Steve Mark yeah. Conklin. Sorry. Yeah. Um, just, go, go ahead. And, uh, Sorry, they're, they're coming through. I don't know yeah. why they were coming through me. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mark Ponton said it's like watching a team of League One players, which most of them are going to end up as. Basic football errors all over the pitch. Morrison may be a good PE teacher type manager, but looks increasingly out of his depth at this level. How much more time does he need to change the system before it starts reaping rewards? We watched Neil Harris's hit and hope with his team selection and the same with Mick McCarthy. And now Morrison looks like he's doing yeah. exactly the same thing. That goes back to what Nigel was, was saying. Jamie Jackson said, the players are simply not good enough. Neither is the manager. Um, we've had a comment then about Tom Sang. Why, why isn't he been playing? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, there we go. Um, Simon Jones normally comes up with a good comment and I've just seen he's come online to watch us. So um, okay. even Jonah, if you want to, just add in this, but remember now, okay, it's a family show. We're before the watershed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, 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 which is why we obviously couldn't, we couldn't use that comment you said earlier, which I've also just seen. Um, Al, I come to you with this one, a ridiculous yeah. question, but you know, I like ridiculous questions. Um, there's been a, a, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go with clamor, but there's been whispers of, you know, why can't we bring back Neil Warnock and, uh, you know, keep us up, Nigel. That's not coming to me, is it? No, I'm asking not, Nigel. I'll stay. I'll stay oh, this one for Nigel. Oh, the reason we're in this position today is Neil Warnock. Um, you know, it, it, what's causing all the problems at Cardiff is his transfer business. The salaries we're on, the players we're stuck with, uh, and the inability to do too much in the window. So, would I have Neil Warnock back? No, thank you for what he did taking this up. I just wish we didn't allow him to do everything <laughs> with the checkbook. Once we had done it, because Neil Warnock and Manny just don't go hand in hand, do they? Um, or, or perhaps they do. Oh, well, maybe they do. Yeah, one yeah. hand to the <laughs> other, Al. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have him back. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We'll, 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 step, we'll, we'll step away from. We'll step away from that one. We'll step away <laughs> from that one. Um, uh, Al, um, just to say, you know, uh, uh, more unfortunate. Uh, uh, events really at the weekend to make it even worse, you know, rubbing salt in the wounds, that kind of uh, nonsense and idiocy was smashing up the toilets and everything else. And, you know, and then, you know, I suppose maybe it gives an indicator into the kind of people who do this stuff. And then it's all, you know, it's all over social media. So maybe, you know, wasn't such a great move. It just makes know? us just makes us just look foolish, doesn't it? As, as you know, Nigel and I were there, and it, you, you know, yeah. it was just it was just embarrassing. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it. You know, seeing women who are old enough to be our mothers, our grandmothers, unable to use toilets because idiots have ripped out lighting. I don't know who thinks that's clever, you know. Um, it's not doing the club any favours. And as, as football fans, it's absolutely embarrassing to be seen amongst these sort of people. Um, and, we, you know, people do brush it under the carpet and say, oh, I don't know who these people are. Well, yeah, we do. You know, we see them going to the toilets. We see them hanging like bloody monkeys off, you know, ceiling tiles. And it's just embarrassment. As far as I'm concerned, I think... You know, people should support the authorities in getting them banned from our football club. Um, I don't want anything to be associated with them. Um, and unfortunately, like you say, social media, you know, the, all the talk yesterday that I was getting from other people, other fans, you know, Swansea fans, Bristol City fans, 
even Liverpool Man United fans, it was all to do with you know cracking jokes about our fans. Yeah. Um, we just look stupid. Stupid. With all the City fans moaned last week about paying £33 for a ticket to go to Bristol. And we moaned last week it was a lunchtime kickoff, 12.30 kickoff. And this is why. Um, you know, and, and this is why it'll be that, like that next season as well. Um, you know, if you, we're doing this stuff, the club are going to have to pay thousands of pounds. The police won't have put up with those addicts that they saw on Saturday again. Um, we might have re- reduced um, capacity there next season as well. That That's happened in the past with us. Yeah. We're, you know, we all want to grow up a bit. There's always going to be flashpoints from time to time, and you know, whether we like it or not. But what went on Saturday was just, just ridiculous. You know, you can't defend that. Anyway, no, at all. No, no. And I, what what gets me, you know, I might be an unpopular. We, we we can't be apologists for this sort of stuff. You know, we, no. we can't sweep under the carpet. Um, I know people said, yeah, the policing was bad there. It was. The policing was terrible. Yeah. I've never seen for for many a season. I have not seen policing yeah. as bad as that when we got there. But that's nothing to do with smashing up toilets. So no, people no. saying, you know, people saying smash up toilets. Oh yeah, the policing was awful. There were no police in the toilets. You know, do you mean it was? Do you mean it was heavy-handed policing? No, I'm like no. It was it was the opposite. They seem to not. South Wales police have, have got a handle on things over there. Um, they to, to my mind, they didn't know what was going on. To be honest, with you. it was like they'd never policed a football game. Um, there were many local ones there, were there? Because when I was walking to the ground, although I've been to Ashton Gate enough times, yeah. I, I walked in town and I couldn't quite remember where the away end was. I asked three se- separate sets of coppers where did I go for the away end? None of them knew. No, I think uh, what happened was, was I think, afterwards then, Well, Bristol Rovers were at Swindon as well, weren't they? So, so obviously yeah. that, that, that. Another thing, you know, I'm not, again, this is no apology for, you know, we should all behave ourselves, but if you're putting Bristol Rovers at Swindon at lunchtime and Cardiff City at uh, Bristol City at lunchtime, all going out, Parkway uh, train station closed, so they're all going out to Temple Meads, it's a recipe yeah. for disaster. But when we got there, we got off our bus and normally we're greeted by police officers from whichever force. And we went up to a cop and said, where can we go? And he said, oh, you're to enjoy yourselves, go wherever you like. And I was like, oh, well, that's okay for me. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Some people, would have, it was like a red rag to a bull for some people. Yeah. Um, and when we came out then, honestly, they didn't, they seemed to not to, you know, if that had been South Wales Police, South Wales Police know what they're doing. Um, whoever, was it Avon and Somerset? You know, some people, non-football fans, I suppose, would say, well, you should behave yourself. It doesn't matter about the policing. Well, the fact is, yes, it, it does. Um, and I, I don't, uh, it was just... Well, there's, a, there's some comments coming in as well. You know, basically, there's, there's going to be repercussions. You know, uh, we're, we're already going to have to sh- have to shell out. It's, it's bad for the reputation yeah. of the club, but we're, we're fighting relegation at the moment. We don't need it. Nathan, what's your, what's your recollections? I imagine, I don't know, don't want to put words in your mouth, but I imagine pretty well mostly positive i would thought you're you know when when you play for Cardiff city and the fans and the support it was was it the the, the only one which obviously i've got to say this swansea city when we played cardiff when they we was at ninian park and then oh, that one yeah. they got the wooden seats and started throwing them Been oh yeah the, the biggest recollection but yeah it's you know i suppose fans have got to show passion in Different ways to, but that was the Swansea fans, wasn't it? Ripping out that was the Swansea fans. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, children ended up on the pitch, and yeah, it was terrible. It was abandoned, and that was obviously, uh, mm. you know, one of the worst. But obviously, those wooden seats back in the day, if they caught you, they would have killed you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was just reckless behaviour, and I think Swansea got hammered for that, didn't they? You know, it's um, yeah. and rightly so, especially when they're throwing seats at the. The, the players' wives and family end because it was just so close. Um, but yeah, just just you know, 
terrible. Um, um, I, I, Al said, do you want to be associated with anything like that? No, no. I mean, you it's know, embarrassing. It's, you know, from, from anyone, you know, if yeah. anyone, it's okay, these kids or whatever they're doing, but if anyone's employers or whatever was seeing this, really, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Yeah, and, uh, and, and like you said, they probably will, you know, because it's on social media now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And lots of clubs are banning lots of uh, fans at the minute, aren't they? Yeah. So, 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 Al, you, you've, there's a comment I, I wanted you to read, and I wondered if Nathan could respond to it. It was the one from um, Simon Jones. Yeah. Uh, even, lads, um, look, the football is a thousand times better. We need results now. Um, we have to back Morrison. He needs to change the three centre-backs. Flat back four, giving us the extra midfielder. Doyle playing as number 10. Pack and Flint have to go. And we need Kiefer back ASAP. We haven't mentioned Kiefer tonight. Um, um, and no. I don't know if the rumours, probably Nigel's heard as well, I don't know. I don't know if the rumours are, 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 are true. What's um, the latest? Well... I don't know. Again, it's rumours, okay? I, I don't it's know. It's rumours. It's, it's a phone-in. We can have rumours. Okay, it's rumours. Before the game on Saturday, we talked to some people who said, basically, that he's um, not happy that he's not getting a he's not getting his transfer at the moment. Um, yeah. and, and, again, look, I'm don't shoot the messenger. So, you know, he can come on here, or Steve Morrison can come on here and t- say I'm talking absolute rubbish. I'm only saying what people were talking about as football fans before the game. And they were saying, he, you know, he, he doesn't want to be here. He's got a, a week left of the transfer window. Um, you know, we're saying bring Kiefer back ASAP. Well, might might Kiefer be gone within a week? Again, yeah. so might Sunday be a That's not me saying. That's what people were talking about for the game. It, it was well known that Kiefer wanted to go to Wolves when they knew about their interest in the summer, and and he was. I know he was very disappointed. I, I've been told that by people you know in the club and people who know him well. Um, and obviously he's gone and changed agent, hasn't he? In uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. He can get it. He's 28, 29. He's got one big contract left in him and probably a last chance to play the Premier League now, either now or the or this summer. Um, he wants to be with Wales in the World Cup if we get through those games. Why wouldn't he want to raise his profile now? And, you know, he's not getting the chances at Cardiff to score goals, is he? We, we, you know, we don't set him up. We don't, we're not correct for him. So, and there's a bit about, you know, does City want money? But how do you replace? I don't know. Max Watt, I should say, Max Watt is... Um, Although he was only on for a few minutes, I thought he looked good. His movement took his really goal, good. lovely, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Really good well. Yeah, and I don't know if, if it was just me, Al, but I thought he's um, bulked up a little bit. He looked. I thought you know what? There was one. I don't know where you were sat, Nigel, but right at the end, he was sort of on his left hand side, so to our right hand side, right coming towards us, and he held yeah. off the player. And we were saying, "Is that the same thing?" He looked strong, you know. And then yeah. the inevitable question is, "Oh well, why didn't we bring him on earlier?" Well, hindsight yeah. is <laughs> thing, but. You know. What did you make of the substitutions, Al? Did you think any of them were any of them surprising to you? I mean, we said about the Doyle one, but admittedly, he plays yeah. seventy-three minutes in about six months or something. So yeah, I, 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 I always struggle. Nathan will know more about this. You know, obviously he's been in the game, but I always struggle to, to if someone saying, "Oh, you know, he hasn't had the minutes," hmm. but he's you know, he's such a young lad. Um, I, I would expect any young lad coming in to do ninety. Um, I'm always surprised when they take them off, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know about fitness levels in the same. So I mean, look at me. Um, no, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you built up a bit, haven't you? you built up a bit. I built up, up for the show. Um, over um, yeah, but it's you know, it's it's a it's a difficult one. I've I've always wondered about this. Uh, you know, or oh, he hasn't. He's not match fit. I know play ex pros say, or oh, you know, nothing like match fitness. Well, I prefer. I, I do agree. When you're eighteen, nineteen, and twenty, yeah, like you said, you can run all day. Yeah. It's, you know. Uh, and it's probably was obviously a tactical decision, or whether he was making sure he didn't tweak anything for the next game. 
it's it's always that in mind, isn't it? But just going back to Kiefer Moore, do you keep hold of somebody who doesn't want to be there, or do you play him and hope that he's going to score goals? It's such a fine line, isn't it? Catch twenty two. Well, that's that's a really that's a really big question, particularly as you know Sunday, day before transfer deadline. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, the transfer deadline will just be an hour or two after this show ne- next week. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a massive game. Um, we, we really, we really, you know, we've got to stop. We've got to stop the rock. We've got, we've got to win a game. Um, the likelihood is, I, I'll put it to you, Nathan, I don't know. If, if this is my honest opinion, um, whether, he play, whether he plays or not, and, you know, how close to fitness he is or not, I don't know. But um, c- come Monday, if a half decent offer comes in for him, I think he's a, he's a to quote my daughter. He'd be a Gary Garner. It seems that way, and it it obviously seems that way that I think that they that they the club would want the money as well. My only concern is who's going to score the goals, which he yeah. did, because every time he does play, he does look the most goal threat out of Collins yeah. and whoever whoever plays up front. And and I've watched quite a few number of home games and. Is who to replace him and at what value and what value get for him? Yeah, so, it's also the last chance for the club to cash in as well, which you can't forget. Absolutely, totally correct. He's not going to sign a new contract for us. No, so, um, you no. know, if you wait, leave it until the summer, he's going to be worth half the value he is now as well. So, there's that comes into it as well. 10 million, yeah. and that's what they're saying. Yeah, John, John, John Stubbs has said, um. Uh, and I think this is, I think personally, I think this is common, a common view of, of, of our fans across the board. Um, he said, cashing on more now, he doesn't want to be here. He was good last year without fans. Uh, this year, he can't hit a barn door. Um, Rich Davis, sell more if he doesn't want to be here. Stick with Collins with two goals in the last three games. Stick him up front with, with Waters. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the fact being, I don't think Kiefer Moore hasn't earned the right to be a Cardiff City hero that we're all going to be, oh my God, don't let him go. Okay? Yeah. We'll miss him, but I don't see in the same way people really, really uproar if he does go. We understand, I think. Um, yeah. And the thing is, in comparison, with the greatest respect to him, if you look at his career up until now, okay, he hasn't had that great career with money-making moves. This yeah. is where he can, make, he can make big money now, I think, on yeah. his last, on yeah. last move. Okay? There's a big scoop just come in though, Al. It's a really quite an important one. I think it might be a scoop for the Carl City phone in from Brian Vaughan. I think this might be a true story. What do you think? Yeah, Kiefer Moore, uh, 10 to 1 on favourite to be the new James Bond. No one gets <laughs> <laughs> no <one does. laughs> I thought you were going to say Prime Minister. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> any port in a storm, isn't is there? Any truth, is there any truth in Burnley? I obviously read, I was listening to Sean last night and he said, Obviously, he didn't want to lose Wood, but they triggered his twenty-five million, and they've got twenty-five million to play with. So, yeah, I think no one wants to lose Wood. I heard Dan was very, very clever. <laughs> edit, edit that up. Edit that one out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the um, I think the um, equation here is the um oh, what's the point andy carroll isn't it that, um, yeah he's on a grander we get read in so either burnley or bournemouth they're going to take him by the look of it um and yeah. it bournemouth i heard before night for the game on saturday um it was yeah. it was bournemouth that i heard that more was 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 preferring yeah. bournemouth over burnley they think you have andy carroll on a free um, on a cheap wage as well are they going to splash out 10 mil for keeper more now uh, you know so it looks like one of those two are going to take 
Andy Carroll, and then yeah. what happens to keep him all behind that? Only time will tell. If, if it's Neil, time and time again, I think that, that, that what happens with like the great thing for the club when people like Kiefer Moore go in with the Wales squad, but they have their heads turned then, don't they? About yeah. Yeah. other teams yeah. earning so much more money, and they think, oh, hang on a minute, they, they obviously talk, don't they? Of course yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask the new manager at Cardiff City, Nigel Harris, uh, the, the question. Um, if, if um, you know, I suppose if it was a choice of keeping Kiefer Moore, giving us a better chance of staying in the championship and not going down to League One, or sticking £6 million or so in the bank account to um, settle things up and, and, and gamble on a staying up, what would you do? As a football manager, I'd keep Kiefer Moore. I know he's not played great this season, but... Mm. If you've now got a Tommy Doyle in midfield, you get Ryan Giles back with a bit of service, you get a bit of stability with um, Wintle. Uh, you know, there's, there's a different dynamic potentially with Cardiff City as well, you know, with drama if he settles in uh, as he did the first game. And I think that in turn will give Kiefer more, more opportunity than he's had. I, I, if I was Kiefer Moore, I would be thoroughly disillusioned playing in this team this season because apart from Giles Crawford, he's had no service or support at all. He's been left isolated at the top. And I think, you know, it's unfortunate you've gone about being the Cardiff legend. He scored 20 for us last season. The only yeah. problem was that it was where we had to see any of them because of the, the COVID thing. Yeah. If we if we had seen that, he would be a legend. But I think what we've got to look at as well is, is if, if you're the club's owner who's lost money on Cardiff City right the way through for months and months and months, and all of a sudden someone said, oh, by the way, this month you can make five million quid out of Cardiff City. Yeah. I think Tan will just go, yeah, I'll have the five million, yeah. please. Yeah. I've, I've, lost, I've lost enough. I'll, I'll recoup I'll recoup a tiny bit. Because um, yeah. it is a tiny bit, I suppose, for, for him. No way in the world will Steve Morrison see any of that money. No. No, no, I agree no. with you. Martin no, Edwards is coming with a good one, actually. No, uh, um, Al, have you seen the Martin Edwards comment? That's quite a good comment. How many times has Moore been out with COVID? Yeah, I know. To, seems to happen during the transfer window. It was interesting because that was the one last time, wasn't I it? I hinted that last might, week, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, and it's an, it's an easy one to throw in, I suppose. Um, Jonathan Wilkins, um, an interesting one. The reason he hasn't scored a lot of goals is because there's no creativity in the midfield and Harry Wilson was returned to, to Liverpool. And that's, that's another one. It's another player, Nigel, you know, we never saw in a Cardiff City shirt, you know. It's um yeah what he's doing for Fulham now. Well, it's, it's yeah. Amazing, isn't it? yeah. You well, know, you dread to think... Scoring goals for fun, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. We've got them out at the end of February. I've said yeah. earlier, we've got eight games in February, um, Liverpool yeah. and seven league games. Yeah, blimey. It's make or break, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the point the point you make there about Wilson though is, is a little bit like I was saying about McGuinness. I think McGuinness is a good player in the making. I really do. I think yeah, I do. It's because something about him, but unfortunately, he's not surrounded by great quality and he's in a struggling team. So, you know, we put a good player into a into. Would you say Nathan put a, put a good player into it into a good team? He starts, you know, he shows his value, doesn't he? Yeah, but uh, to, to be honest, well, you you look at what was it? Even in the transfer window, was it Sunderland and Sheffield Wednesday linked with Aidan Flint? No one's been linked with Morrison. So all these lads who are playing have all been good players for their clubs in the past. Just You just would question what's going on at the minute. Do you know? I, I do think we've missed Ryan Giles because he, he was... Definitely. Um, um, but, and maybe go back to a flat back four to give us yeah. maybe pack in front. And Have you seen much of Bagan, Nathan, at all? Joel Bagan? No, I Young missed him back. last year. No, yeah. but Mick McCarthy really liked him. But He's then a, I read that he was Republic of Ireland and 21 international. So <laughs> no. is that a Neil Warnock and his son agency where they're all looking after each other type of thing? <laughs> There's lots of things going on, Alan, isn't it? 
Joe, Joel Bagan, you know, turning the blind eye to some of that. Joel, Joel Bagan, um, a talented up and coming out and out left back, I think has got a, a bit good feature in the game, but he's he's no wing back, you know. No. So the problem is, we said earlier though, before we went on the this continued this atrocious run. I remember we were saying, well, ne- um, Joel Bagan was taken out of the, out of the team basically because we were just losing every week and it was going to affect his confidence and so on and so forth. But you know, with the youngsters at the moment, this the performances we're putting in, some of these players are going to go backwards if we're not careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you like some Colwell, for example. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I worry that 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 their development, they got to this point and now the development is going to be stunted because, you know, um, I was excited when Isaac Davis came on and, and I thought, oh, here we go. You know, yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. And, and I'd have, again, you go back to Nathan, what you were saying earlier about local players in, in derbies. You know, I, I'd have had Isaac Davis yeah. starting. He, he yeah. looked sharp every time I'd watched him, you know, he, and when he came on a sub and we went to one, he puts the ball in to, to keep him more to score the second goal. I just think he give, gives a little bit of a spark. But obviously, I'm not watching training yeah. and, and knowing what's going on, but mm. I would definitely pick a couple more local lads to, to, to give us something for the weekend. But um, we, we got we got a couple of uh, we've got a question for the panel actually. Uh, do you want to go in with that, Al? From yeah, Martin? from from Ed. Yeah, um, come on, the panel. Your thoughts on the long throws? If we don't score or head it over, we get caught out. Bristol's Bristol second goal was was a, a perfect example. Rich Davis has said the same thing. Long throws have been shocking all season. Um, Steve Thomas, we've missed someone getting the ball into the box. Doyle does give us a glimmer of hope, but we have to get the ball. First, so yeah, going back to the long throws, why or why do we persist in them? I, I'll, I'll never ever know. Um, you know, you've got play, players like Flint, <laughs> they should be winning every single long throw, shouldn't they? Every well, single he scored four in the first five minutes, and he hasn't scored since, has he? Yeah, mm. no, not even come close. Has he? <laughs> I, I, I think we've got to park that one up, don't you? You know, we're yeah, just doing it now and again for surprise. Do you, do you feel though, right? That we, we seem like we've kind of lost some sort of identity in the playing style. I know you're gonna say there's no playing style, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like we don't know what we want to do. It's awkward though because you know the long throw is not working. He hasn't. I can't even remember the last time it came close to causing problems. Adam Gunnison. Yeah, Gunnison, no, yeah. Season, we, you know, we we'd always get a few a season off it, wouldn't we? You know, and there hasn't been any apart from I think Morrison got one against Millwall at home back in August. Yeah, I can't remember anything since. Um, but we can't cross the ball either. So when we get down at that other end for these throwing down, we haven't is- got the creativity for some of the. Take on someone and put a ball over. The problem is, if you get Flint or someone like that going up for a long throw or even a corner, it takes him half a year to get back into position. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're on the we're on the back foot. A little try. Yeah. How yeah. many times do you saying on Saturday? Right? How many times? Don't back off. Don't back off. It's all the times. Don't back yeah. off. You were saying yeah. about the games. You know, it's yeah. like every single week now, Nigel, isn't it? It's we back off, back off all yeah. the time. Um, and it, it's just every time every time we have an attack I'm fearful that we're going to get done on the, on the, on the counter-attack um, as much as I, 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 I think I think Curtis Nelson's had a free ride tonight as well by the way um, yeah yeah although he did play so much better the week before it's, it's frustrating he yeah. had a really good match last time out but you know I thought the whole defence were just totally exposed it's, it's a bit worrying because we brought Mark Hudson back um, yeah. and I don't I haven't seen anything change or improve in the slightest since he's been back here and you would think he would be part of the, you know, the coaching team there would be drilling that lot and looking what, you know, what happened? Where did it go wrong? The goal we conceded last week, the same as we conceded the week before, one the week before that. As, and you do someone, wonder what's going on sometimes in training and in their centre. Someone said this to me on Saturday again, you know, this is the fans phoning, so we, you know, we talk about what people are talking about for the game. Yeah. And someone said to me, Hudson's come in, but did he ever play in a three himself? 
So I think he did, did he? So he's training players to play in a three that he's never played part of. And I was thinking that's an interesting one. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's right. I don't, don't certainly don't think he did with, with us, but, but he's the one, of course, who you, you you mentioned Al, didn't you? You know, his kind of his love of football style and his kind of advocacy for playing from the back. Because it is the modern, it is the modern game, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but we, we, we yeah, he, he was under Wagner and he's advocating playing from the back. But with our personnel, yeah, poof, I didn't know way. Put the ball flint or, or Nelson's feet. There's no way I'm playing from the back. Positionally, they never look right. They, they're, they're never. No, they look awkward. They're never in line. They're yeah. never in line. And it, they look like you know when you play skittles, you knock seven down. You got one left at the front, one in the middle, and one at the back. That's what they look like. They're, they're all over the place. And, that's why they get caught out all the time. And there's always that gap between them. There's, we haven't got a midfielder there who's able to close that gap between the centre-backs and them. And I think, yeah, if we had a flat back for them, Wintel sort of cleaning up in front of them, we can't be any worse. I, I can't yeah. see why we wouldn't be tighter than we currently are. So we've only got a few minutes to go, and I want to go, a couple of things I want to go through. But um, you know, Sang, Bowen, Carwell, there's 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 you know three youngsters who are kind of knocking around who could could come in and make a change. I just want to get Nathan's opinion on something. I want to go to one more thing before the end of the show. Um, you know, uh, this kind of thing in football these days, maybe it's a, a modernism of football where um, they, they they like to rotate. You know, you're in one week, you're out the next. Like you know, Carwell being totally out of the squad on the weekend. You know. That rotation thing, um, I don't know what your opinion on it is, Nathan. And also, uh, I'm, I dare say Liverpool can do it more effectively than Cardiff, by the way, but, uh, <laughs> you know, for that squad. But, um, you know, isn't, isn't there a case maybe when you're really struggling, you know, you pick your 11, right, guys, you got a result, you're it, you know? And when, when things go wrong, I'll change it then, you know? Well, I think everybody, once you play, uh, you play five, six games, you understand that how everybody kind of plays, whether you you put in the channel or you play to your system and everybody knows that system when you're just swapping and changing it. And like Al said, or Nigel said, bringing Carwell in, taking him out, he's, he's, he's on a high one week and, and then next he's not even involved in the squad. His confidence has got to be shot. But playing the... I, I, we always been brought up, play your best 11, you're winning 11, and unless there's injuries, you don't change it. Now, obviously, I know it's, it's different because you're playing possibly more games, but... It's always been keep your winning 11 and only change it if you get a couple of injuries. Because going back to the 92 93 thing, I know it's something else mentioned a number of times. Derek Brazil's always very proud of this, but it's a really, really small squad, you know. Small squad and 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 that, well, the, the players fitted like Derek now and again went in from right back to, to centre midfield. But other than that, I think everyone played the majority of the games, which was obviously the kick in the teeth for Rick Wright because he had to pay everyone the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, though, it was a fantastic season, wasn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, when Don't you bring in pl- players like Robbie James and Kevin Ratcliffe. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Don't forget, then, at that time, Cardiff were playing in Europe, Welsh Cup, Autoglass. There were all these um, all these yeah. competitions going on. So it was like a 60, 65-game season, it could be sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you had good parents, didn't you? you had Jason Perry, Kevin Ratcliffe, you had. Surly Blakey on the left, you had Paul Ramsey midfield, Paul Miller, you had, you know, Stanley Dale. You wonder whether, you know, the togetherness yeah. they did would ever be created again. It's a funny, it's a funny one sort of linking that up, I suppose. You know, you're saying about how many games there were nice, you know, playing 60 games or whatever season. And then we've got, 
you know, a young lad coming on loan who was saying, oh, no, take him off the 16. Oh, yeah. 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 Strange, isn't it? It's like you yeah. said, you know, probably in your day, with the greatest respect, if you're a 19, 20-year-old, you'd probably have a bit of a swing on a Thursday and still play on a Saturday, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, and still have enough in the tank for Saturday night. Then. <laughs> 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 no Louis Vuitton handbags in those days. Were there. Yeah. <laughs> we had them from Turkey then, Al. <laughs> Genuine fake. <laughs> yeah. That was until Ricky Wright paid out the bonus, and then we may have got the Mrs. One from 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 London. Well <laughs> it's not mad in it, you know. You you pull up the car park, and you know, and, and some of the players deserve it. There's there's Lamborghinis. There's you know. You wonder whether if you got all this money, whether three points on a Saturday is enough. Yeah, boys, you know. But that's probably another topic for another night. But. Um, well, I got one more thing to talk about tonight, and it'd be remiss of me not to mention it. It does, it does change the mood fairly, fairly, fairly majorly. But um, I'll come to you first. Now we've just gone past the third anniversary of the uh, Emiliano uh, Salah uh, yeah. tragedy. Yeah, yeah. it brings every every time every time it gets to that anniversary, it kind of just brings back those thoughts and feelings again, doesn't it? Yeah, I um, well, what to say really? You know, we we we've, we've said it enough times on here. You know, it's um. All of a sudden, like we like to bring a bit of humour, I suppose, to the show, you know, and they say about, you know, it's not that important. Is it when things like talk about the Salah tragedy and so on, the thing's far more important. I think as long as we can enjoy as football fans and certain loads of us of a certain age have been tweeting and, 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 and Facebook and so on are all saying, do you know what? Okay, the football's not good, but we're still loving being Cardiff City fans. You know, we're still having a good time and this, that and the other. And I think that sort of thing brings the whole thing into perspective. Um, you know, football's not that important. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, things like that are um, yeah. uh, terrible. It's the, the, the great sadness is obviously the whole thing hasn't been resolved, um, and it looks like a long time yet. Uh, I think um, it's run run yeah. the next year. And obviously, that's another that's that's another that's story, another conversation. But yeah, yeah I yeah. think things like that bring you right down to earth. It was um, a lovely moment when um, City fans of Bristol they, they sang a tribute song, didn't they, for a couple of minutes in the first half of Bristol. I thought it was a, yeah. a really touching moment. Any any thoughts from yourself, Nathan, on the you know the Salah? Uh, you know, just the one thing which I just quickly thought. I wonder dreadful. if we had him. I wonder if we'd have stayed up. I mean, there's a couple of a couple of things I suppose which kind of closes up, closes our, our, our for tonight is uh, you know obviously we'll never know. Um, and uh, secondly, you know, um, the, the one thing for sure, his death for for a whole number of reasons has had a massive impact on the football club but more importantly on his family and uh, yeah. that's way more important than you know staying up for football or anything else really isn't it puts everything in perspective doesn't it thank you all very much the cardiff city show on gtfm is sponsored by moonerums your local personal injury solicitors get in touch by calling cardiff 02920 483 615 that's cardiff 02920 483 615 welcome